is good, defenders, and welcome to episode 149, just one more until 150, of the most LAFC podcast on earth, Defenders of the Bank. I always forget to introduce myself, so allow myself to introduce myself. Mm. I am the scarf, J.R. Liebert, and sitting across the Zoom waves from me, he is in world-famous Philomonster Studios, while I am here in Lawndale, California. You know him as the beast from the East Coast, the the toast with the most avocado toast. I don't even know which one he's going to go by today. Christian Philly Philomon. What's going on, Defenders? Yes, we were supposed to meet up today and, and do this at Philomonster Studios, but but Scarf over here apparently has developed an allergic reaction in his tum-tum to cheese. Very, very I unfortunate. Cheese. I had lots of cheese, Ye- and it was bad. <laughs> he, I mean, but obviously made him introduce himself, which is something that he never does on any of these episodes. So maybe that, that's a good thing. Now, Scarf and I have not been on the Zooms in quite some time. And we've spent an awful lot of time over the course of pandemic on Zooms. But as we popped on Zooms, uh, you think you know everything you do about a certain technology. When he hit record, I had to consent. I had to consent to Scarf asking me to record. And as much as I just wanted to toy with him, I did not. But again, you think you know everything about software. And then they do little things like this just to throw some uh, quirks your way. Yeah, you know, the reason why we're recording today, we are really excited later on in the episode to sit down with Dr. Joseph DeSena of Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Medical Offices and Clinic. We're going to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. Kaiser Permanente and Defenders of the Bank are partnering together for three incredible vaccination events, the first of which just six days away from when we are recording this episode. We're recording this Sunday, June 6th, and on Saturday, June 12th, at Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Medical Offices on 5119 Pomona Boulevard, there's going to be a vaccination event. Dr. Joseph DeSena will be there at that event. You'll hear him speak in just a little bit. I will be there as well. We'll have giveaways. There'll be prizes. You can win a Carlos Vela autographed jersey just by getting vaccinated. If that's not motivation to get vaccinated, I don't know what is. It's going to be from 8.30 to 12 o'clock next Saturday, June 12th at Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Medical Offices. Come hang out with Scarf. But unfortunately, or I guess maybe fortunately for Philly, he won't be there Something about an anniversary in Vegas. Yeah, Panda and I have our four-year anniversary. And since we can't really travel internationally, we figure we would go to the next crazy place in the world. And that's got to be Sin City, Las Vegas. So we're going to go out there and celebrate our four-year anniversary. And in addition to that, we're going to catch a Las Vegas Lights game. They're going to face again. They're going to face uh, San Antonio FC. And speaking of Las Vegas Lights scarf. Yeah, they won. They finally won a match. You're hearing it. Breaking news. The Las Vegas Lights. <laughs> 
finally have three points. And those three points come by way of two LAFC players scoring goals. You had Cal Jennings scoring in the first half of the matchup against the Tacoma Defiance. And then the kid, Bryce Duke, with a banger of a goal in the 74th minute to propel the Las Vegas Lights to their first victory under the LAFC realm, two to nothing, beating the Tacoma Defiance. And there were quite a few LAFC people in attendance, I noticed. Ray from D9 was there. LAFC Central Blake was there. The boys over at 110 Football were there. So defenders of the bank are going to be there as well. Maybe in a reporting fashion. Maybe $2 shot at tequila fashion. I don't know. You'll find out when I do the lives. But yes, the Las Vegas Lights breaking news. 2 to nil over the the Tacoma Defiance. Yeah, congrats to Tomas Romero as well with the clean sheet. That was a lot of fun. And, you know, I do have to mention it. Rest in peace, Dottie. I know, Dottie, you you will be missed. That sucks. Everybody in the Las Vegas Lights community. But a huge win. She was the llama, by the way, for those who don't know. Yes, she was the llama. One of two. Uh, Right, right. And and look, by the way, I hope you guys have a wonderful time out there. It was the opening of, of their home schedule last weekend, which is why I think so many LAFC supporters were in attendance. You know, while we're at it, Philly, let's get into some other news and notes. And uh, I was I was crushed, Philly, on late Wednesday or was it early Thursday? I forget it all kind of blurs together when Girona and Almeria met in the first leg of the two-legged promotion final in La Liga 2. And Girona layeth the smacketh down on Almeria, unfortunately, three nothing in that first of two legs, all but sealing the fate of Almeria to stay in La Liga 2. They played again just yesterday and a lackluster effort from Almeria. It was a nil-nil draw, as they say in football circles which means that Almeria lost 3 nothing on aggregate. And the worst part is we can't really even blame Brian Rodriguez for this one. I guess, Billy, we can blame him because he wasn't there. He was with the Uruguayan national team as they took on Paraguay in a thrilling nil-nil draw. And <laughs> Brian Rodriguez gets to play seven whole minutes plus stoppage time for Uruguay. Maybe they were trying to steal one late by bringing on the mercurial talents of one Brian Rodriguez for seven whole minutes. Almeria puts him in in like the 88th minute every now and then. Now Uruguay, his own national team, puts him in in the 83rd minute. It's not like this guy is Kenley Jansen and he's got a a propensity for closing out some games and getting some late goals. it's, It's going to be an interesting next couple of weeks for John Thorrington, Will Kuntz, and the front office Philly, because it looks like as of right now, Brian, yes, Brian, <laughs> is coming back to LAFC. So with him being on loan, that technically opened up a designated player slot. We weren't able to fill it because of this situation that just occurred. Almeria did not get promoted. 
Almeria getting promoted would have triggered the clause to send Brian over there. We would have gotten cash. That doesn't happen. Brian Rodriguez comes back to LAFC and the only options are, well, we sell him to another club, which once again, we rid ourselves of him or the possibility of there being another loan situation. And if he does get loaned in this set of circumstances, yet again, that opens up a designated player slot. However, we have the Euros going on and all these different international tournaments about to come and the season in most places other than major league soccer are over. So the Brian Rodriguez saga yet again continues. It'd be very, very interesting to see what the story is there. Can't wait for some breaking news. That's going to be positive. Um, Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) And I'm just curious to get the temperature of the millions. (laughs) Millions. What if? Just what if? And we would love to hear your responses on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Defenders of the Bank. What if Brian comes back? Do we welcome him back with open arms? He was so excited to leave and didn't really work out well for him. Is he even going to come back? Is is John Thorrington going to even let that happen? We'll, we'll see what he has to say about that. But, oh, it looks like Brian. Yes, Brian will be back, at least in black and gold. He's not going to La Liga and he's not triggering that guaranteed buy clause by being promoted. Billy, we mentioned. I'd the say we welcome him back the same way one would welcome back a venereal disease. Like, oh, oh ow, yuck, no. Oh, I mean, look, anything that we can get that could help us score some goals right now. But I don't, I don't think Brian Rodriguez is the. That's answer. true. That's true. I, I think that uh, I think that he has worn out his welcome with our supporters, and I think that we are happy to help Brian find another location. We do have another player, Philly, in the fold for the black and gold. And this is Mamadou Fall, a player who we saw, Philly, trial in the preseason. LAFC announcing the signing over the weekend. Philly, what do you know about Mamadou Fall? What I do know, and I am saying, advising all of you out there that are going to Google him, Mamadou Fall, the one that we signed, is not... (laughs) capital letters n-o-t not the same 29 year old senegalese player that is in the belgian first division okay that is not the one scarf and i were good about not making this mistake when we uh (laughs) when we addressed quadwo poku the last time around so if you google mamadou fall chances are you're going to come across a 29 year old senegalese player who's in belgium that is not the case this 18-year-old Senegalese defender comes to us by way of the Montverde Academy. Where on LAFC have we heard of the Montverde Academy? Oh, yes. Mohamed Traore, also a member of the Montverde Academy. This is solidifying our relationship with one of the most elite high schools when it comes to sports in the United States. Montverde Academy, very well known for producing NBA talent, is starting to have a knack for producing some pretty good football talent. And Traore, no doubt, was playing at Montverde the same time as Mamadou Fall. So he's Senegalese, 18 years old. He had an opportunity to train with uh, Villarreal in La Liga with their U17 
and U19 teams. So that's that's pretty cool stuff. Um, the kid comes as one of the most highly regarded 18-year-old defenders out there. There were teams sniffing around him in Europe, but he made the decision. We trialed him. He's part of LAFC, and we kind of gave you the stats there. I mean, 6'2", 163 pounds. Again, he's from Senegal. He will take up an international roster spot. Now, the idea is, much like Traore, Traore started for the Las Vegas Lights the other day. He'll probably go down there. A kid of this talent and caliber, we probably signed him to a fairly inexpensive contract. I don't know the the financial details yet, but we have another, again, Montverde Academy player, 18 years old, Mama Dufault, not 29 years old, Mama Dufault. So that is our newest signing. Welcome to LAFC. Ben Simmons, RJ Barrett, D'Angelo Russell, Luke Richard, Mba Amute. Those are just a couple of names that have come from Montverde, by the way, for their NBA pipeline. So if they're able to produce athletes like that, I'm hoping that between Mohamed Traore and now Mamadou Fall, these two, I mean, 6'1 and 6'2, these are tall kids. These are guys that you need on the back line. You need size. You need height. They also need some seasoning. They need some playing time. And you mentioned it, Philly. We're going to be able to watch them really grow as professional athletes with the Las Vegas lights. Philly, something else that I'm surprised you didn't mention, one of your favorite footballers of all time, and he shares the middle name. One of well, one of Mamadou Fall's middle names is Ibra, and I know you're a big Zlatan Ibrahimovic fan, even though he was playing for the enemy. Maybe maybe this guy can channel his inner Ibra and be a lion for us on, on the back line. See what I did there? That is probably the most unbelievable stretch yeah, of anything good. we have done at Defenders of the Bank, comparing an 18-year-old from a high school in the U.S. to, to, to well, we don't want to mention his name on this podcast. I still have PTSD <laughs> from that, that very first goal. Um, oh. But yeah, I look, was, it's I was 30. I was 30 yards away when that happened. Look I, look, I know you guys are all waiting for huge signings and things of that nature. It's it, it's still contingent upon what we do with Brian Rodriguez. So while there was a bit of negative backlash that we know, it's not negative, but like, oh, who's this guy? Who's that guy? Montverde Academy, an elite high school, much like IMG for that matter. Yep. What is it with these Florida schools and their elite sports programs? Wish they had that back when I played, or better yet, I wish I had talent to go to a school like that back when I played. But that's that's the story, defenders. We'll, uh, we'll wish the kid well as, as we do. We're going to be fans of this kid no matter what because he's a potential defender of the bank. So we're, we're all about that for sure. Uh, you know, before we br- we bring on Dr. Joseph DeSena from Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Medical Offices, we're going to round out the intro to our show with one very quick this date in LAFC history. Again, we are recording this on the 6th of June. And wow, it's four years ago now, Philly. The 6th of June, 2018, LAFC takes on Fresno, Fres, yes, Fresno <laughs> FC of the USL, the Foxes, Somos Zoros. They are no longer a USL franchise. In the first Open Cup game in franchise and Bank of California Stadium history, it was the fourth round of the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup in 2018. And LAFC won with two goals in the match, 2-0. 
for Diego Rossi and Latif blessing in the 53rd and 56th minute. It was a hard fought, but well-earned victory over the Fresno FC Foxes. And ultimately later on that season, they would close their doors for good somewhere in the scarves collection of scarves. I do have a Fresno FC Foxes scarf to commemorate our U.S. Open Cup victory 2-0. Diego Rossi, Latif Blessing in the first ever Open Cup match in franchise and Bank of California Stadium history. That is this day in LAFC history. And coming up, we are very excited to talk with Dr. Joseph DeSena of Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Medical Offices. He is a doctor of family medicine. He will explain all about what that is back with Dr. Joseph DeSena. All right, defenders. And now a moment that we are really excited for here on episode 149 of Defenders of the Bank. Really the entire purpose of this episode. We are very, very excited here at Defenders to partner with Kaiser Permanente, the official medical provider of LAFC and also the source of LAFC's team doctors. We here at Defenders of the Bank are are very proud to partner with Kaiser Permanente on promoting three huge vaccination events over the course of the next three weekends, June 12th, June 19th, and June 26th. And to that end, we are extremely privileged to welcome Dr. Joseph DeSena, Family Medicine at Kaiser Permanente East Los Angeles Medical Center's offices to Defenders of the Bank. Dr. DeSena, welcome to Defenders. Thank you, JR and Philly. I'm happy to be here and provide an update about COVID-19 and answer any questions that I can. Yeah, look, we're, we're really excited to talk to you. Of course, we want to get the word out about getting vaccinated. We know that the vaccine has been available to so many people for so long, but there's still plenty of people that have questions, plenty of people that are on the fence about it. But first thing we want to talk about, we want to talk about you, Dr. DeSena. Where are you from? Were you born and raised here in Los Angeles? What's your background? No, thank you for asking. Um, I was born in New Jersey, moved to San Francisco Bay Area when I was four or five. Uh, grew up there in the Bay, and then uh, went to college at UC Merced, then did a year at Davis, and then my medical school training was at USC down here in Los Angeles, where I stayed on and I did my residency in family medicine at Kaiser Permanente in Los Angeles. And then, uh, yeah, just been here almost 10 years, and I feel like LA is my new home for sure. I love it. Doctor, can you describe what family medicine is just for, for those of us out there that uh, this might surprise you, but Philly and I are not doctors. So we're, we might not be <laughs> sure of what family medicine is. Talk to us about what it means if you get into family medicine. You know, family medicine is, you know, that, that old school doctor you would think of back in the day that can take care of anything, you know, kind of jack of all trades. I say we see zero to a hundred, you know, newborns up to the elderly, anything in between. And, you know, it's, it's very, variable what we're able to practice and do but yeah pretty much take care of anything so philly there's hope for us yet i think is what he's saying (laughs) scarf i just have to combat something that you just said we may not be doctors but you and i do have phds in personalities i mean that is that is true i appreciate always with the the alliterative quips this is why i love working with you philly hey 
So Dr. DeSena, the, the other thing that we talked about kind of pre-show that we are really excited to have you on for, you were there day one, Bank of California Stadium opening against the Seattle Sounders, Laurent Simon's goal hurt around Los Angeles. Talk to us about what it was like for you as a day one fan at Bank of California Stadium that first night. Yeah, I mean, those of you that were there know how I would say a magical experience it was just to see the gates opening all the excitement and the energy of the crowd and for us to win the game like that, you know, right at the end, it was an epic way to start the the, the whole ceremony there at the stadium. Absolutely incredible. And, and Philly and I are super excited because it's going to feel that way. I think again, doctor on June 19th, as bank of California stadium begins to reopen to full capacity for the first time. And, and we don't have to tell the LAFC supporters out there what kind of an experience it's been waiting for your lottery to get picked and getting that email and finding out you got rejected and not being able to buy seats in certain areas. You know, the whole stadium is opening up, but we're only able to reopen and to feel safe in doing so in large part because of the commitment by many Angelinos to get vaccinated. And of course, again, we're here with Dr. DeSena. This is why we're doing this episode, to promote these three incredible vaccination events in partnership with Kaiser Permanente, the first of which is coming up in just six days, June 12th, at the East Los Angeles Medical Offices and Clinic 5119 Pomona Boulevard. And Dr. DeSena, we know that you will be there. The event will be going on from 830 a.m. to 12 noon. Bring your family, bring your friends. And I just want to point out a couple of things before we get into some questions about the vaccine. The vaccines at these events that we are talking about, June 12th, June 19th, June 26th, are free to everyone. Free to everyone. Extremely important that we all know that walk-ups, no appointments are needed. Any form of photo ID with your date of birth on it is good. Your immigration status does not matter. You don't have to be a Kaiser Permanente member. We encourage families to come. Dr. DeSena, what's the youngest age of anyone that can get vaccinated at these events? Uh, currently, it should be 12 years old. Okay. So anybody 12 years old or older, again, it's free your immigration status does not matter. Your medical insurance status does not matter. You just need a photo ID with your date of birth on it. You don't need to be a Kaiser member. Look, Philly, myself, and of course you, Dr. DeSena, we have all been vaccinated. I was pretty lucky. I got vaccinated early on. We're talking February. I was able to get the Pfizer shot. So that is the, the first shot. And then three weeks later, you get your second shot. And for me personally, you know, I had heard a lot of stories, Philly, I'll let you talk on Amanda's vaccination uh, feelings afterwards, but I was pretty lucky. My arm was pretty sore the first day. You know, I felt like it hurt kind of to wash my hair a little bit, but other than that, I was a little tired for about five or six hours. I got some, some hot flashes, I think you might say, or some cold sweats. But, but really, I was pretty lucky. I was able to go to work the, the next day. Philly's laughing at me because I said I got hot flashes right now. <laughs> and with that, with that second shot, I actually took the next day off of work just in case. And I wound up, you know, kind of, I don't want to say regretting because I had a nice day to myself or after taking the day off of work. But it wasn't something that I felt 
that I needed to take after the fact, because I was pretty lucky. I didn't have a lot of side effects, but I had to convince my buddy Philly. It was uh, about a month or so after I got my second shot. We Philly and I were actually celebrating my birthday, and uh, we were able to, I don't know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, kind of coerce Philly into making that appointment. Philly, why don't you tell the millions and millions about your experience with the vaccine? <laughs> I mean, my experience was interesting. I, I briefly want to talk about my wife Panda's experience because out of everybody that we all knew, she was the first one to go forward and get the vaccination. Why, you may ask? Because she's a registered nurse at Cedar sinai She's the first responder. She needed to get it done. Now, my wife is made and chiseled out of rock. It is unbelievable. When I joke and say body by In-N-Out Burger, I mean, it's just that of a person with ripped six-pack and, and abs. I'm the one who eats the salads, yet she's the one that eats the burgers and looks like she's the uh, she's the athlete. And the reason why I mention this is because the the side effects affect people of different levels and shapes and sizes and all that other stuff. Panda, I feel, got hit the worst out of all of us with the side effects. Within 12 hours of her getting the first vaccination, she started complaining about feeling run down. She always would feel run down after work. That didn't surprise us. Later on that evening, she hit 102 degree fever, easily was able to combat that with Tylenol, fell asleep, no sweat. Next day, still run down, hit that 102 degree fever yet again. And Tylenol being the magic little pill that it is once again, saved the day for Panda. And about the 50th hour, she was able to lace up her Adidas Ultra Boosts and go for a run outside. She didn't waste any time getting back to physical activity. That was her situation. You, JR, felt nothing. You might as well have just gone on about your life as if nothing happened. I, on the other hand, didn't have any real major side effects either, but I had the best nap of my life. 9.30 in the morning, I had the vaccination. Three hours later, I shut my eyes just because I, you know, I wanted that. I wanted a nap. Still working remotely, was able to successfully do that. Open them from what seemed to be like five minutes of snoozing. Bam, three hours, three hours, 180 minutes of uninterrupted rest. That was the only thing I had. And then the following night, I slept for another 10 hours. Yet again, uninterrupted. Yet again, no bother. That was great. I woke up from it thinking, gosh, if I could only get that second vaccination more and more and more, I'd feel more well rested. <laughs> Dr. Nisena, what about you? You've been fully vaccinated. Philly, you received, was it the Moderna shot, right? Yes, I received Moderna and I was the black sheep out of all of us because within our little gang of people at Defenders of the Bank, everybody else received Pfizer. So I had the Pfizer gang ganging up on the sole Moderna dude. Now, we still love you, even though you had the Moderna shot. And, and look, clearly <laughs> successful for you. They, We've heard Dr. DeSena, and I bring this up just to give Philly a hard time, that they're giving the Moderna shot to maybe some of the older patients that go in to get vaccinated, whereas... <laughs> The Pfizer is given to maybe some of the younger patients. Is there any any truth to that rumor at all? I feel like that's coincidental. Uh, ah, bummer. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, tell us about, about your vaccination experience, Dr. DeSena. Yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate you guys sharing your honest experience with the, you know, the reactions to the vaccine. And, and that's generally what I've seen with my patients. There's definitely a spectrum of those having no symptoms and then those that are maybe down for a few hours, but usually able to function the next day. Me, myself, nothing really. Uh, I just had a weird craving for ice cream. 
you, you mentioned that. What was the particular flavor? Was it you were craving any flavor, or was there a particular oh, one you wanted? No, no, definitely it was the pistachio. Always pistachio. <laughs> You know, it's it's really important to to let people know. I mean, look, we're we're three regular guys out there. I mean, one of us has a doctorate, and it's not at affiliate myself, but we're we're three regular guys who who went through a myriad of different experiences with this vaccine, and and it, it's it's out there, right? People are going to be affected by it a whole bunch. People are are going to have no effects at all. Let me ask you one other quick question before we get into some more info about the vaccines. What about those people? who already have underlying physical conditions. We've, we've heard about people have concerns because they already have diabetes or they already have asthma or maybe an autoimmunodeficiency disorder, something that already affects them. Maybe they're nervous to get the vaccine because they don't know if the vaccine will exacerbate those side effects. What, what do you say to that? I say, you know, depending on their condition, they should maybe consult their private physician first talk to their physician and see, you know, would it be safe for them? There's certain, certain autoimmune conditions and medications that may have to be held for some time prior to the vaccine. But generally, for most conditions, we actually encourage you to get vaccinated as these conditions can increase your risk to complication from COVID-19. So I encourage everyone to get the vaccine. And yeah, yeah I'll be there on the, the vaccine event next Saturday. And if you want to ask any questions, I'm happy to help. As far as what we've all been hearing, we've all heard all kinds of information out there. There's people out there who've gotten their PhDs at YouTube University that feel like they know a lot, that we've heard a lot of things on KTLA. For those that have already had COVID-19, there's the talk about them having the autoimmunities built in, and that should be good enough to protect them. But if somebody's already had COVID-19, do they still need to get vaccinated? Well, yes, definitely. You know, due to the severe health risks associated with the COVID-19 virus and uh, infection, you know, the fact that you can get reinfected is still there. You can definitely get sick again and you should get vaccinated regardless if if, if you already had COVID-19. At this time, we don't know exactly how long someone might be protected after getting sick from COVID-19, but what we do know is that there is a natural form of immunity, which we, you know, can vary from person to person. And, you know, we suspect that the risk is low in the first 90 days after an infection. However, we do recommend vaccination. And, um, you know, if you do decide to delay the vaccination because you've had COVID-19, you should just know that your risk of infection may rise over time. Even if you've had COVID-19, I would still recommend the vaccine to get max immunity for the longest period of time possible. Definitely good to know. We know, unfortunately, so many members of the LAFC community have been affected by this virus. It may not be them, but it may be their families. And and what we want to do, again, in promoting these events, June 12th, June 19th, June 26th, to be able to get as many members of the black and gold community and their families. Look, we'll even take Carson Galaxy fans at these events. It doesn't <laughs> matter. We just want our Angelino brothers and sisters to be vaccinated, to be healthy, and to be able to join the chorus of the black and gold faithful at Bank of California Stadium and feel safe about it and know that they've done everything that they can to put themselves in a position to keep themselves and their families safe you know, we've heard a lot, doctor, about all of these COVID-19 variants. I was just reading an article on the Delta variant, and, and there's this variant from Brazil and this variant from, from Europe, whatever it might be. 
Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, these variants and maybe our concerns that we should have here in Southern California? Uh, no, thank you for asking the question. I, mean, I would say much is still unclear about all the specific of these variants of COVID-19. However, what's reassuring is that we see that the vaccines available here in the U.S. are working very well to kind of co combat and prevent these strains in the states. You know, the, op the, the sooner we can stop the spread of the virus, the sooner we can you know, get past the pandemic and lower the opportunity for the virus to form new variants. If you want to find more detailed information, I, I found a good resource is the CDC website. Uh, cdc.gov. It really talks about all these characteristics. You know, some of the, these variants might be more contagious or more deadly, but it, it's very variable. And I think the website has good information to check out. You know, what I would say, you know, if you're, if you're concerned, the best thing to do is obviously get vaccinated, you know, practice, you know, the physical distancing that we've been doing for over a year now, um, hand washing, you know, all that still is unchanged and still recommended. And then you should always know your, your local health guidelines and rules about mask wearing and, uh, you know, the physical distancing, hand hygiene. And these are changing soon, especially for us in California in the next coming weeks. So uh, just keep an ear out for what's to change. Now, while there have been a bunch of people that have been receiving the vaccination, you know, all across the country, there's still plenty of others that are a little hesitant to do it. They don't, they don't quite know if they want to. Like, doctor, why do you think that is? That's another great question. You guys have great questions. Um, what I would say is, you know, I think what I've found from my family, friends, and my patients is that a lot of us still have questions about the vaccine. And I think conversations like the one we're having right now can really help provide accurate information. Um, I, I would encourage those that have specific questions about the vaccine and regards to their own personal health and conditions they may have to consult their doctor. Um, but yeah, no, I think another issue is that there's a lot of misinformation out there, especially on social media. And I think patients should really, or people should really get, you know, the information from reputable sources like the CDC website or talking to their doctor. And again, I'll be there next Saturday if you want to ask me any questions. Uh, to speak more specifically about vaccines, it's important to remember the different types. You know, the, the J&J &J vaccine, it's just a one-dose shot, one and done, versus the Moderna and Pfizer. It's two doses of each, and it's important to remember you have to get that second dose to get that full immunity. Uh, just getting the one dose, you're, you're only halfway there, and, you know, you just got to follow through with that second dose. Yeah, let me ask you real quick, doctor, about the, the differences between Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. What, what we understand too, by the way, at these vaccination events on the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th, you will actually be offering, and by you, I mean Kaiser Permanente, will actually be offering all three forms of the vaccine. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So then what are the differences <clears throat> between Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna? The real big difference is how many shots you have to get, to be honest, you know, one with the J&J &J versus two with the Moderna and Pfizer. But I say across the board, they're all equally safe, all equally effective, and they all do their job extremely well at preventing us from getting sick from the virus, so sick that we have to be in the hospital or even passing away from the virus. So in, in my opinion, they're all you know pretty equal and it's just personal preference on you know maybe how many shots you wanna get and if you've done your own personal research and 
you feel like maybe one makes more sense for you versus another. Sure. Sure. So we've heard so much about herd immunity. Well, first of all, what is herd immunity? And then will receiving the vaccine help our community achieve that? Yeah, no, herd immunity really just comes down to meaning, you know, the majority of the population is safe and against the virus and won't contract the virus. Uh, you know, experts are still learning about how many people have to be vaccinated against COVID-19 before, you know, we can consider that everyone's protected. You know, herd immunity or population immunity really means that, you know, enough people in the community are protected because they've either had the virus or have been vaccinated against it. And we really want to achieve that. The, the goal and the purpose of that is, you know, to prevent spread from person to person. And it does help protect those that can't be vaccinated, like newborn babies. Every person that gets vaccinated is helping to contribute to this herd immunity. And it helps to get this pandemic behind us so we can just get back to our normal activities. And getting back to our normal activities is something that we are desperate to do. So this uh, doctor, this next question still sort of piggybacks off the one I asked prior. But again, in regards to people being hesitant, like what tips do you have for people to, to talk to their family and friends who are hesitant to receive the vax? Yeah, no, I, I think it's just about keeping it real, you know, having an open, honest conversation, you know, uh, encourage your family member um, or encourage yourself to ask your family member, you know, ask them what's their vaccination status. And, and uh, if they haven't been vaccinated, kind of dive in to see maybe what are their concerns and then maybe share why it was important for you to get vaccinated yourself. Uh, you can always offer help to your family or your friends to get the vaccine scheduled or to help arrange transportation, because I know that could be a huge barrier for some people. Um, I think it's really important that, you know, the LAFC family come together to be vaccinated. We all want to get back to things that we love, including going back to the bank and watching our team play. Yeah, and again, cdc.gov, you mentioned it, a fantastic website, kp.org as well, Kaiser Permanente's website. Lots of great places to find reputable, true information about the virus, the vaccines, if people are still looking to receive a vaccine, other than this fantastic event from 8.30 to noon on June 12th, and then at Bank of California Stadium, June 19th, and then another vaccination event, June 26th, in the Baldwin Hills, Crenshaw area, where should people go if they can't make it to one of these three weekend events to receive the vaccine? Yeah, so there's great websites out there, CDC website, uh, the myturn.gov website, and then our own website, kp.org backslash COVID vaccine. And uh, I just want to remind everyone that, you know, you can get any vaccine at any Kaiser Permanente location, and most of them are walkers now. Uh, you can confirm and find out which locations at kp.org, again, backslash COVID vaccine. Or you can call our uh, number at one eight three three kp 4 care uh, That's one 574 2273 All the vaccines here in the U.S. are free, available to anyone, and again, are most available by walk-up, which makes it very convenient. And again, they don't have to be a Kaiser member to walk up to a Kaiser Permanente hospital or facility to get the vaccine, correct? Yes, uh, do not need to be a Kaiser member, just need any form of ID, which your name, your date of birth, and immigration status does not matter. Now, the question on most people's minds, the millions. And millions. 
what can I do or what can people do once they're vaccinated? Like, do they, do they still need to wear a mask and physically distance themselves from others? A good question. I think, you know, what we're most excited about, you know, um, as fans of the team is getting back to the bank really soon, watching our team, you know, hopefully uh, knock out the rest of the season doing really well. Um, but I, I do say, that, you know, that we know that the vaccine does help prevent you from getting COVID-19, but more data is really needed to kind of understand more about like the spreading between people. What's reassuring is that a growing body of evidence suggests that fully vaccinated people are less likely to be infected and are less likely to spread the virus to others. You know, if you're going to be around large crowds, let's just be safe, wear your mask, keep distance, wash your hands frequently. Always good to, you know, to follow your local public health guidelines in regards to the mask wearing. And that's going to change for us very soon here in June 15th in California. So, you know, more info to come on that. But, you know, I think things to, to know is if you've not been vaccinated, you should not visit indoors without a mask with people that are at increased risk for complications from COVID-19. And you shouldn't be going to large gatherings without a mask either. If you are vaccinated, you know, you can definitely attend these large gatherings without a mask. You can visit inside a home or a private setting with other fully vaccinated people. You can even go to a home or a private setting without a mask with one household of people that have not been vaccinated and are not at risk for severe illness. But Dr. DeSanto, what about the rumor that if we're all able to get vaccinated, that'll help LAFC score more goals this season? That's another thing that we've heard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that might be in the mix. You know, I know we're, we're in need of some offensive punch. Is there any truth to the rumor that maybe we can get a couple more goals if we all get vaccinated? <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I definitely hope so. And the only way to find out is more of us get vaccinated and, and we'll see. Absolutely. Look, I, I was really jealous. I got hit up by somebody on Facebook yesterday. They're going to the Real Salt Lake game in Salt nice. Lake City, Utah. What about traveling? How do vaccinations, how does being vaccinated help it be easier or make it easier for me to travel when I want to go to all these LAFC away days? No, good question. It definitely makes it a lot more seamless. You know, it's kind of having like that pre-check where you could skip the line in a way, a little more convenient. Nice. You know, if you've been vaccinated and traveling domestically here in the States, you don't have to get a test to go travel or when you come back and you don't have to quarantine, just go back to your normal life. If you're traveling internationally, maybe to see uh, some teams in other countries, you know, you might have to do a a test depending on where you're going, but most times you don't. And then when you come back, no need to quarantine. I'd say we could go see Brian Rodriguez over in in Spain, but he's not playing over there much either. So that won't help. I don't know. (laughs) And he might end up coming back here anyway, because Almeria (laughs) is not looking like they're going to get promoted anytime soon. But if he's but if he's vaccinated, that means he might not have to quarantine as much. He can get right back into practicing and uh, and into training over at the uh, the performance center out there. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. Look, we are really excited to partner with Kaiser Permanente for these three events again, June twelfth at Kaiser Permanente's East Los Angeles Clinic, eight thirty to noon on June twelfth, and again, that's on Pomona Boulevard and the East Los Angeles Medical Center and the clinic out there for Kaiser Permanente. And again, 
I'll be there at that event, Dr. DeSena. I know you'll be there at that event. Unfortunately, Philly, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to miss it because apparently you'll be in Vegas at that time. Which, because you're vaccinated, by the way, a lot more freedoms in Vegas than if you weren't. You're, you're right, but it's also because of an anniversary. So uh, not being all haphazard about things, Panda nice for your anniversary. So that is the reason you're not going to get to be a socially distanced six feet away from me next week, Scarf. I know. Or, but it's, we don't even have to be socially distanced anymore. So stop running away from me when I'm trying to hug you, brother. <laughs> we're we're both vaccinated. You're absolutely right. I, I am a little jealous. You, uh, I think you'll be taking in the Las Vegas lights game while you're out there as well, from what I understand. So, uh, Oh so, yeah, so that'll be fun. But Dr. DeSena and I will both be at the Kaiser Permanente East LA clinic for this vaccination event. And here's the fun stuff. We're going to have defenders of the bank giveaways. Kaiser Permanente is going to have some giveaways and there is going to be a raffle. We have now confirmed with Kaiser and a big thank you to our friends over at Kaiser Permanente there will be prizes raffled off, including, from what we understand, a signed Carlos Vela item. We believe it's a jersey. So for everybody who gets vaccinated, and it will be for every member of your family to get vaccinated, you will get a raffle ticket. And at the end of the event, we will draw some numbers and some names and that will determine who wins some of these prizes. You don't need to be present to win at noon, but from 8.30 to noon, any member, and this, again, this could include your friends down in Carson. This could include friends that want to come down from the Smurf turf up in San Jose. Any friends that you have that support any soccer club, but especially your black and gold friends, the LAFC faithful you can get a raffle ticket if you get vaccinated for a chance to win signed Carlos Vela memorabilia as well as other cool LAFC items. Defenders will be there. We'll have our pop-up tent there. Dr. DeSena will be there. It's been, you know, it's been a long time coming that Bank of California Stadium will open at full capacity. But if we can all get vaccinated, it will make us all feel so much safer when we get there. Dr. DeSena, is there anything else you'd like to add? Any words to the black and gold community about, you know, these vaccination events, about getting vaccinated, just to help us get a little more knowledge and feel a little bit safer as we head back to the bank on the 19th? Yeah, no, I mean, thank you guys again for having me to, to talk about the COVID-19 vaccines. You know, we're all very excited to get back to life before the pandemic, to get back to the stadium and do the things we love. And you know, I, I just encourage everyone, you know, to get the vaccine and, and I'll be there to answer any questions. But, you know, I think we all need to do our part to just get past this pandemic and, yeah, just get back to life as we know it. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's probably because I'm not a doctor, but, uh, mm. but that's OK. You know, again, we want to thank Kaiser Permanente, Dr. DeSena for coming on. It's going to be a really fun next three weekends for us at these three different events. Obviously, at the East LA Clinic on the 12th, the vaccination event on the 19th will be at Bank of California Stadium before our match. So make sure you head over and look, maybe before you hit Christmas Tree Lane and do all your tailgating and everything else, Head over to the vaccination event first. Get yourself vaccinated. Bring a photo ID. As long as it has your date of birth and it has your photo on it, you can get vaccinated. Again, 
Your medical insurance status does not matter. Your immigration status does not matter. All you need is a photo ID with your date of birth on it. And if you're 12 years old or older, you can get your vaccination free of charge. So please, LAFC fans, supporters of this club, please get vaccinated. Come hang out with Dr. DeSena and I on the 12th from 8.30 to 12 at Kaiser's East LA Medical Offices. And again, a big thank you to Dr. Joseph DeSena, Family Medicine, at Kaiser Permanente's East LA Medical Offices. Thank you so much, doctor. No, thank you guys. Thank you for having me.